This year, I have made one really simple change to my own workout routine, and it's helped me to go from feeling a little bit uninspired and on a fitness plateau to feeling refreshed and revitalized. Yes, those fitness plateaus happen to us all, my friends. So I wanted to share that with you today, give you some suggestions for some other simple changes that you can make to change everything up for yourself, but also talk a little bit about my own fitness journey so you can see we all have ups, downs, plateaus, and that it's all part of the experience experience of creating a long-term fitness routine. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, bringing you a weekly dose of fitness and wellness inspiration as we explore together how to get motivated and create a realistic and achievable way to stay active within a busy life while stepping away from guilt and the diet roller coaster for good. Together, we'll unpack some of the myths and unhelpful messages from the traditional fitness and diet industry so that you can find a better, kinder, more helpful way to fit exercise and wellness strategies into your life, improve your confidence and feel amazing. I'm your host, women's fitness and wellbeing coach, Alex Hubble, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, and a firm believer that exercise and eating well can go hand in hand with chocolate, wine, and lots of rest to create a happy life. You can find out more about me at chickfit.co.uk or head to my social media channels at Alex Chickfit. Well, hello, fitness and wellness peeps, and welcome back to another brilliant episode of the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. And this week, it is all about me, but of course, in a way that I know is going to totally help and inspire you guys as well, because we're going to be talking all about a very simple change that I've made this year, like ridiculously simple, which has revitalized my own workout routine. And I'm going to also share a little bit about my own fitness journey along the way as well, because I think sometimes when we go through a plateau or we're feeling a bit unmotivated or uninspired by what we're doing workout wise we can think that it says something bad about us we can think well I should be motivated why am I not motivated what's the problem here and we start overthinking the whole thing and just either get really frustrated or maybe we just completely stop because we think that you know we shouldn't be in that place where we're feeling unmotivated and we feel that if we're unmotivated then maybe it's just a sign to stop but of course you know everybody goes through this stuff now yeah sure there are a few people out there who thrive on constantly challenging themselves they're always on the go they always want to be on the move always want to be active but I think they are definitely definitely in the minority and actually for the vast majority of us the ups the downs the plateaus are completely normal I've been through enough of those in my workout life to know that they are completely normal and in fact if you're working towards a long-term you know fitness routine then you should expect it you know times when you're going to exercise more times when you'll exercise less times when you'll feel a bit uninspired by what you're doing, times when you maybe will stop altogether for a couple of weeks. You know, those things are completely normal and that is okay. So what I'm talking about today isn't really about eliminating that altogether because I think that if we have the goal that we will always feel motivated and inspired, then it becomes unrealistic. But what I do want to do is find ways to even things out a little bit. So rather than the big highs and the low lows, that we're evening things out a little bit, it's a slightly smoother line. So even when we are going a little bit down, a little bit up, having that little plateau, it doesn't feel like we're either on the high or the low. It's the all or the nothing, right? We want to find somewhere in between. And I think that if we can do that, then, you know, it not only serves our health and well-being because it means that we keep exercising more regularly, but it also serves our mental and emotional health as well. Because sometimes when we have the high highs and the low lows, we let it make us feel bad. And I don't want that for you. So we're going to talk about that as well. And I think that, you know, when we are on a plateau, what a lot of people do is they give up. 
they start to think that the lack of motivation is a big issue. We shouldn't be feeling like that. And we beat ourselves up. We get frustrated. We get annoyed. And actually, the longer we stay there, the more we do that to ourselves, the longer we are likely to stay in that place where we stay on that plateau or we stay not doing anything at all. So first of all, if you are in a plateau right now, or you've ever experienced one, it's perfectly okay. Okay. You can't always be on a high. You can't always be progressing. You can't always be lifting more and more and more and running faster and faster and faster. It's just not possible to keep doing that all the time. And so you are going to have those times when things are a little bit slower, when you're not achieving quite as much, where it feels a little bit harder. And I think that this particularly is important for any of you who have maybe started a workout routine recently, because what I see is a lot of women who they come along, they're all full of enthusiasm and they they go for it all guns blazing and things are improving and they're, you know, getting stronger and they're getting fitter and they're doing more and they're feeling amazing and blah, blah, blah. And then inevitably the first plateau comes along and they're like, oh, oh, this is rubbish. I don't want this. And then they stop. And then it takes them three or four months to start up again. So I think just always knowing that that is coming. It is coming down the road, so be prepared for it. But also know that there is something you can do about it. Now, before I sort of go into that and I go into what my change was and some other simple changes you can make, I just want to talk a little bit about, you know, what happened to me, what happened to me, where I got to at the end of 2022 and why. And also like backing that up with a little bit of my own story of kind of my my lifetime of fitness, because I think that it puts it into context and you know, helps you to see that, you know, we do have the ups and downs as we go through this thing. So at the end of last year, well, actually for most of last year, I think I was on a bit of a plateau with my fitness. So I was coasting. I wasn't really pushing out of my comfort zone very much. I was still working out regularly. So I was still working out a few times a week because I enjoy how it makes me feel because looking after my health for now and the long term is really, really important for me. Like I've got a lot of motivators that will keep me showing up and showing up to the gym and doing the work, right? So it wasn't that I stopped working out, but I definitely had got to that place where I was a bit like, meh, yeah, it's all right, but I don't think I'm really pushing myself very hard. And I, you know, I just was coasting along. And honestly, I probably coasted along for most of the year. Occasional periods of a bit more intensity, but I was just, I was just like, just, I was just turning up basically and doing what I needed to do and then leaving. And that was that. And like I say, it's totally fine. I wasn't worried about it. I didn't feel at the time that I particularly needed to change anything. Like I was like, well, you know, this is what it is. I've been through this before. I know what it's like to be here and it's it's fine. But this one probably went on a bit longer. Like I've had plateaus before, but they've lasted a couple of months. And then I've, you know, done something that is, has pulled me out of it. I think this one just went on for quite a while and I just was going through the motions. And so I decided by the end of the year that I really needed to do something about it. But before I tell you what that is, just I want to talk a little bit about my own journey through this because I think that my actual, you know, my plateau started probably a lot sooner than I realised for various reasons. So I have always loved sports and exercise. I've never been particularly good at it. So I want to point that out. Like I was not some like star athlete at school. I wasn't somebody who was, you know, mega fit and all those kind of things. I just wasn't, right? I was never particularly good at anything. I was never in the A team or like very rarely if I got lucky and, you know, three people were off sick from school, I got to be in the A team maybe. But, you know, that wasn't in my story, right? I was a trier. I was a real trier. And, you know, I some of the sports that I did over the years, like I did swimming. I used to absolutely love that when I was a child. We lived in Saudi Arabia for seven or eight years and I used to swim every single day. 
I loved it. Like even at the age of probably like seven years old, I would go to the local swimming pool with my friends down at what's called the rec centre. And I'd go to the local swimming pool with my friends, like without parents or anything. We would just swim. We'd just go and we'd swim. And it was amazing. I loved it. When we came back to the UK, I had a brief stint with ice skating because we lived near an ice rink and I loved that. I did rowing when I got to sixth form and into university. So I did that quite a lot. And I did other bits, you know, I tried netball and hockey and athletics and all those kind of things. Again, never particularly good at any of those things, but I was a trier and I did enjoy it. I didn't enjoy not getting in the team, but I did enjoy the actual process of doing various sports. And then I entered my knee. So university towards the end of my third year or something, I injured my knee and I stopped exercising. And I stopped exercising for about two or three years, actually, because every time I tried to do something, my knee would flare up again. And I just stopped. I stopped for a couple of years. I put a lot of weight on. I didn't feel great about myself at the time, I don't think. But, you know, that was what it was. And then I eventually started going to the gym. I broke up with a boyfriend, got into the gym and I kind of never looked back, I suppose. And I spent a lot of time in the weights room, often the only woman in there. So I was, you know, it was back in that like 20 years ago. Women didn't go in the weights room then. That was a male dominated space. But I used to go in there because I used to love it. I used to, I taught myself how to lift weights and I got in the gym and I really enjoyed it. That was the first step towards me actually training as a personal trainer because I realised that, you know, I could teach myself how to do these things. So why couldn't I teach other people how to do these things? And also I began to appreciate just how bloody good I felt when I was exercising regularly. And, you know, I'd gone, like I say, from two or three years of not doing anything at all to being in the gym a few times a week. I felt better. I lost some weight. I got stronger. I loved how I felt when I did the exercise. And that was like the first, I started to have the first inklings of, you know, my future career then. And then since then, that was 20 plus years ago, I've had ups and downs. You know, I went through two pregnancies where I didn't exercise very much because I felt rubbish the whole time. Always picked it up afterwards as much as I could. You know, any of you who have had kids will know that, you know, those early years are not easy. And I, you know, I used to do stuff like if they were sitting having their tea, I would do a workout next to them while they were having their tea. And of course, it was not ideal. I had to stop every now and again and help them out and get more things for them and get them down from the high chair and do all that. But, you know, it was so important to me that I would rather that, I'd rather do 20 minutes of that of a slightly crappy workout than not do it at all. So that was really, really important to me that I did that. So I always picked it back up after exercise. And, you know, over the years, I, like I say, I've had plateaus. You know, I've, I've had times when I've just coasted along for a little while where I haven't particularly pushed myself. But the recent one was the longest one. And I think that it probably started way back in 2020 because in that first lockdown, I was still working one-to-one with a lot of clients at the time. I was doing it all via Zoom. And for some reason, even though I don't normally work out with my clients, because contrary to popular belief, everyone's like, oh yeah, you must be like really fit working out with all your clients. I don't work out with my clients in their sessions because that's not my time to do a workout. All right. I'm focused on them. I'm focused on getting their equipment ready. I'm focused on counting reps. I'm focused on encouraging them. I'm focused on watching their form. So I do not work out with my clients. But for some reason, we got onto Zoom and I felt a bit odd just sitting there watching somebody do some exercise. So I started that first few weeks, I did all of those workouts with my clients and my God, I was knackered. I was doing like 12, 15 workouts a week and it was too much. And I think, I think that I got a bit burnt out by doing that for a little while. I didn't keep doing it because eventually I was like, there's no way I can keep this going. This is way too much. So I did eventually stop doing that, but I think it started that burnout and it started me on the path towards losing my mojo a little bit, which culminated in last year, me just feeling really uninspired. 
And I think that, you know, I've been working out for 20 plus years. And like I said before, anybody who has a long-term fitness workout routine is going to experience that. Okay. So if you're in your early days and you haven't experienced that yet, it will come. You will have a plateau eventually. It's going to happen. So the best thing you can do is be prepared for it and to know that it's coming and to know that it doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean that you're not doing the right things. It doesn't mean that you should stop doing anything. It just means that it's a completely normal part of a long-term exercise routine. So like I say, I've had my ups and downs. I've had periods around having kids where I didn't do very much at all. Other periods where I've really pushed myself, really enjoyed the workouts. Other times I've been somewhere in between, maybe showing up, but not as enthusiastically as I could be. And then I got to the end of last year and I just thought, you know what? I need to move on. I need to move on from this plateau. It's been going on for too long. Starting to get a little bit frustrated with it and I need to move forward and I need to do something slightly differently. So I made one very, very, very simple change. And all I did was I changed the time of day that I did my workouts. Literally nothing else. I've done nothing else this year apart from that. So rather than waiting until everything else was done in the day, rather than prioritizing everything else in my day and and generally doing my workouts later in the day when I'd finished everything else, I started doing my workouts at lunchtime. So I used to do them at sort of maybe four or five o'clock in the afternoon. So, you know, get my work done, pick up the kids from school, get them sorted, make sure that they had everything they needed. And then when they were doing their own thing, I would go off and do my workout. And, you know, it just meant that I was a bit more tired then. And I was thinking about it all day long, thinking about, oh, I've got to do that workout. I've got to do that workout. I've got to do that workout. And it was kind of with me all day. And then eventually I just thought, you know what, lunchtime could be a good time. Like, I, obviously, I work from home. I am out and about with clients on a, on a few days of the week, but I can, you know, I can work that around myself and I can make sure that I can be around at lunchtime and I can do those workouts at lunchtime if I need to. And I just thought, you know what, rather than prioritizing everything else, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that at lunchtime or just after lunchtime, I prioritize doing my workout and I get it done. It's made such a difference. You know, it's got me working out more often. It's got me pushing myself a little bit more. And also it's got me enjoying the fact that I do not have to wait until the end of the day to get a workout in, which I really, really love. So what I want you to take away from this is that when you're in that place, when you are coasting along a little bit, when you're feeling a bit uninspired, it doesn't mean that you have to do a complete overhaul, that everything has to change, that you have to, oh, I must go out and find a different class and I must go out and find a different routine and I must go and find this, you know, latest miracle thing that I'm going to do. You don't have to do that. You know, like they say, a change is as good as a rest sometimes and just making a small change can make a really, really, really big difference. So, of course, like not everybody can do a lunchtime workout. I totally get that. But maybe you're doing, you know, maybe you do workouts in the evening and you could swap a couple of those for the mornings. Maybe you always save your workouts for the weekend, but you could swap them to a different time during the week. You know, maybe there are ways that you could, you know, make that work for you and within your life. But of course, that's not the only simple change that you could make. So I've got a few other suggestions so that if you're in that place right now and you need to change something or you arrive at that place in the future, you've got a couple of ideas. So like I say, number one is change the time of your workout. So that's what I've done. Number two, try a different kind of workout. And this doesn't mean that you have to, you know, tear apart everything that you're doing right now. But if For example, you tend to do a lot of running and most of your workouts are running, but you may be getting a bit bored by them. Could you swap one of them for a strength session or a yoga session instead? If you always go to Zumba classes and that's all you've ever done, could you swap one of those to, like say, a strength training session or a run or something like that? So try adding in a different kind of workout and it doesn't have to be every single workout of the week has to be a different one. It could just be that you change one and it could just make things feel just a little bit fresh, a little bit different for you. 
something else you could do is set yourself a challenge. So for example, in February in the Chick Fit Members Club, we did a 28-day fit sprint. What we did in the first week was I set everybody the challenge of doing a daily workout. So there were seven workouts that week and I challenged them to do a workout every single day. Not everybody did every single day and that was fine. Like, it, you know, it, it wasn't a, you must do this or you have failed. It was like, you know, if you can do it every day, brilliant. If not, don't worry, do what you can and save some of them for later. But the fact is that simply having that in there and doing it just for a week was like really refreshing for people. And so many members sort of said, oh, do you know what? That felt so good to get a workout in every day. Or people were saying, do you know what? It made me realise that I can actually get a workout in at certain times if I try, if I put my mind to it. You know, times when previously I would have gone, oh, no, I don't have the time to do a workout. Actually, I fit it in. And everybody kind of said like it just really revitalised them and refreshed them doing that because it was also short enough. It was only seven days that they had to do a daily workout. It wasn't 28 days because you get halfway through that and you're a bit like, oh my God, I can't keep doing this. But seven days was just enough to get them enthused and to do that daily workout, but not so long that it felt undoable. So that was a really good one. And then in the, the following three weeks, we dropped down to three to four workouts a week. So that was a really good way of doing things. Could you set yourself your own little mini challenge? Could you say, right, I'm going to do a workout every day this week, or, you know, I'm going to do a different kind of workout every day this week, whatever that thing might be. And by the way, if you're thinking, ooh, that fit sprint sounds quite good. I, I would like a bit of that. I do have another one coming soon because it was really popular. Everybody loved it in the members club. And I'm definitely, definitely, definitely going to be doing another one very soon. So I will tell you all about that as soon as it is ready and you can sign up to it. So yeah, look out for that because it Honestly, it was a really good good little refresher for people. It wasn't a quick fix. It was supposed to be a little re-energizer and it definitely has worked like that. So that's something else you could do to set yourself a little challenge. Start lifting heavier. So again, you know, people will say to me in the membership, they're like, oh, I've been lifting these 5K weights for the last six months. And I'm beginning to think that maybe I need to up my game a little bit. And I'm like, you, you definitely do. If you've been lifting the same weights for six months, it is time, people, to lift something a bit heavier. So if you do have a regular resistance training routine, could you start lifting heavier? But also, could you swap some stuff? So resistance bands and things, like I've got some looped resistance bands that you can pop around your knees and your ankles, and you can use when you're doing squats and bridges and all those kind of things. And again, they just add a little bit of something new or even just researching a couple of new exercises to add into your routine if you're used to doing the same kind of thing over and over again. So just adding a bit of variety by challenging yourself, lifting a bit heavier, adding in some new exercises, adding in some resistance bands can make a really, really big difference. Another idea is to work out somewhere different. So if you're used to working out in the same place time after time after time, could you take your workout somewhere else? So that's always an option. If you always work out inside, could you maybe go outside? Particularly it's, you know, we're getting into spring now. It's a good time to get outside, get out in the garden, do a workout out there. So could you move your workout somewhere different? So those are actually all really simple ideas, really simple things that you could do that do not require you to uproot your existing routine and be having to do something entirely, entirely different. It just is, like I say, that change is as good as a rest. Just changing things up just that little bit to just revitalise, to refresh. Now, I'm sure that you could think of some other ways to do this, but suffice to say that keep it simple. The simpler, the better. Like if you try and do a complete overhaul, it can become a bit overwhelming and it can become a bit much. So change it bit by bit. Even if you do want a complete overhaul, could you just like 
one different workout for the next couple of weeks and then the week after you add another different workout in and so on and so forth. So yeah, I hope that's given you some ideas. And like I say, I haven't changed the kind of workouts I've been doing. I haven't changed anything else. I've literally just changed the time of day and it definitely, definitely, definitely has helped. And I'm feeling good for it. I'm feeling really good for that time of day change. But anyway, if you're there, if you're in that plateau, give one of those a try, see how you get on with it. And like I say, do look out for details of that 28-day fit sprint because it is coming soon and I promise it will get you out of any plateau you're in right now. But I think, you know, ultimately, we all have ups and downs, we all have plateaus, we all have steady periods where nothing much happens. You know, we do not have to be 100% consistent 100% of the time. You know, that is not the aim of the game. The aim of the game is to allow ourselves to go on the journey and the journey can be messy and the journey is not smooth all the time. But, you know, definitely if you're in that place, there are some things that you can do about it. So it's worth having a think about how you can change things up, how you can give yourself a little refresh in a way that could make the world of difference. So what are you going to try? I'd love to know. So if you have got any thoughts, you're going to give something a go, you're going to give my idea a go, then just let me know on my social media channels at Alex Chickfit. I'd love to hear from you. But for now, I'm going to love you and leave you. I'm going to thank you for being here with me again, and I will see you again next week. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at Alex Chickfit for plenty more inspiration.